0: In the Fantasy. Focus. Fantasy. Fantasy. Focus. Hello and welcome to the CSS DFS podcast for week 18. Today's show is presented by Geico, which is Geico. See all the ways that you could save Daniel, Mike, Al Zeidenfeld here for the week 18 DFS lineup. Uh, we're going to 18. I can't believe we're here, we are here in week 18. Uh, Al, it is really good to see your face. We did not see you for the season-long show, but I always love being able to see that salt and pepper, buddy. It's nice to see you. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm out here, man. What can I do? I'm getting old. I've earned every single one of these gray hairs along
0: the (laughs) way. Hey, you know what? That happens. That happens. Uh, Just in case this is the only podcast you are listening to today, please go back and listen uh, to everything that we talked about in the season-long show. We started out, uh, it was a tough show and been a tough week to figure out how we want to do everything with what's happened to Mark Hamlin and what's been going on in the NFL. And so we just ask you to listen to that just so that you don't think that we're not talking about it here, uh, mm-hmm. but go ahead and check that out. Mm-hmm. And today we are going to make hopefully you guys some good lineups for our week 18 Let's DFS lineups. Uh, last week was a tough week. Holy cow. Last week was a tough it was week. Tough one. It was a weird one. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to 1215 bull who came out with 220.88 points. Mm-hmm. One hour. DFS tournament. Shout out to them. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mike, you were up on me 12 to 5 in the season standing. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, another dub.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. I don't feel great about this one. It was just I slipped by in some, uh, you know, big turnover on defense and some good you know, special teams play and just snuck it out. So that's all all the time. It's, been a, it's been a good season, but uh, we still have four to go this year, right? Yeah, we we do four rounds of playoffs. So uh, we're far from done with this DFS show.
0: All right, let's dive into the quarterback position then as we always do first. And mm-hmm. Mike, we're going to start with you at Kurt Cousins, $6,500 taking on the Chicago bears. Why do you like Kirk cousins in cash?
2: Yeah. So I think every player we talk about today, we have to say like, yes, no, or maybe, which yeah. is, are they definitely going to play the whole game or they could, they rest based on certain scenarios uh you know is there seed locked in there's things like that we have to consider for example we won't be talking about uh any giants right because we Correct. fully expect them to rest uh, a lot of the time so we'll get into that as we go through these guys but we do expect the minnesota vikings to be heavily motivated to win this game against a chicago team that will not have justin fields vikings have seeding implications so we to expect them to to be all out here he's qb8 in pricing this week at 6500 cousins is uh, dud against the Packers last week. Obviously, Justin Jefferson was locked down and things did not go well, but remember he had at least 24 fantasy points in his prior three games. He was playing very well. This will be a much easier matchup. The Bears over the last eight and four weeks have allowed the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. They've also allowed a, a 21 plus point game in eight of their games this season. That includes Kirk Cousins back okay. in five at 22 points in that game, almost 300 yards. Just missed the, three, the uh, 300 yard bonus, three yards short had two touchdowns in that game. That's the worst. Uh, and look, cousins is, he's just, he doesn't add a lot of value with his legs. He did earlier in his career, but near the top in every passing category, top five in attempts, completions yards, and has 28 passing touchdowns. That is six. So uh, just again, you know what you're going to get from him has good skill guys. Jeff, Justin Jefferson needs, um, of course, I, oh, where is it here? I'm going to, Oh, you know what? I'll talk about it shortly. He needs we'll a lot that. of yards to get to the single season receiving yardage record. The, uh, they're going to be motivated to get that in a good matchup here. So we'll, sure. get, we'll get to Jefferson shortly, but for now, Cousins, a good, uh, a good option.
0: And like you said, Vikings have a ton to play for. So we expect them to be highly competitive through yeah. this entire game. Al, I was watching your stream this week. Smizzle.tv slash links mm-hmm. in case anyone wants to also watch it. And I noticed you got a little a uh, little fast and loose with your quarterback as you went with yeah. Russell Wilson, who in two out of the last three games has hit 25 or more fantasy points on DraftKings. And he's $5,400 this week. This is a major dart throw, but it's a cheap dart throw. So one, I'm sorry.
1: Two, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little frisky here because it's week 18. We're going to have a lot of players, as Mike uh, alluded to, that are going to not play, play half the game. We're going to be dealing with... Guys making their first start like Howell as opposed to Russ Wilson, who wants to end the season on a high note. Coming off of a week where he had his lowest ADOT of the season at 4.1 last week, now he plays against the Los Angeles Chargers, who have allowed the third highest opponent average depth of target this year at 8.5. So there's a little added upside. As you mentioned, 25-plus DraftKings points per game in two of the last three uh, has accounted for three touchdowns. Two of the last three games. Now, granted, both of those games are against Kansas City. This is a game that uh, should be uh, one that they can move the football, and if they are able to do that, Russ Wilson is super cheap and allows you an ability to get somewhere that other people can't through his very cheap options in the passing game.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's been a lot better since he switched from Let's Ride to Go Broncos. Yes, yeah. So <laughs>
1: that could be it. I mean. That could be the, the Go difference. Broncos narrative. Yes,
2: uh, I
0: was at first. I was trying to adjust my computer set when I was like, "Did Al just say Russell Wilson?" And then, in fact, that is actually what happened. Uh, but there's a lot of reasons. And and Mike, honestly, to this point, right? Al, when you're talking about tournament lineups, you're talking potentially about being contrarian, of finding course. something that's a little mm-hmm. bit different. Like mm-hmm. Russell Wilson can save you a ton of money, and we've watched him put up some fantasy points mm-hmm. here. However, uh, in cash lineups, it would be tough for me to feel like I can trust Russell Wilson after the season that I've seen. Maybe you just yeah. have more fortitude than i do mm-hmm.
2: i'm with you yeah uh, but a lot of people are thinking like you which is and from a tournament perspective that no way i could trust this guy and that's maybe your chance to pounce because if he comes through there you go that's, that's how you can it. not on that it's island. the
1: same exact thing but last week the 220 score that was put up to win the focus league i can guarantee you that was a tom brady double stack with a dj Moore bring back and i haven't even seen the lineup because that's what won every tournament
0: yeah mm-hmm. yep i hear you there and you
1: couldn't trust tom brady either
0: it's yeah. a good call. Yeah. All right. This week, a couple of the quarterbacks that we like Jalen hurts is $8,200. Mm-hmm. Assuming that he is healthy and plays this week, Mike, we and like he, him. Yeah,
2: he probably will. And the giants will have a lot of backups on the field a and the lot. Eagles are going to come out firing. They're going to score a whole bunch of touchdowns early. You would imagine he might not play this whole game because he might not have to, but hurts. Uh, yes. Off the injury. he might be a little nervous. I'd fire him up,
0: fire him up. Joe Burrow, $7,300 taking on Baltimore as since he has a lot to play for as well. And Geno Smith, $6,000. The Seahawks need to be able to beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that they are going to be going all in as well. We like Gino this week too. Mm-hmm. From the running back
2: perspective, do we ever go away from Christian McCaffrey in cash games? My clay? Nope. This is going to be a theme. Um, there's two guys I want to lock in because I like their situations this week. And one of them is Christian McCaffrey. I've him projected for seven and a half more fantasy points than any other running back in our projections this week. That is a huge gap. It's probably the highest that we have had this season. At least twenty and a half and a half points in four of his last five as a touchdown in all five of those games, averaging 23 touches and 138 yards per game. They Holy have uh, unlocked him recently, and he's he's just all out back to feature back uh, duties here in this offense. He's faced the Cardinals twice a season, the rare three times in one regular season Ooh. matchup because he did it when he was with Carolina as well had a hundred or more yards in both 25.8 fantasy points in one 17.6 in the other and didn't play massive roles because he didn't need to in those games but uh uh, he's he's obviously been good this year good against him a lot of volume and the cardinals by the way an exceptional matchup the most fantasy points allowed to running backs over the last two months they've allowed 19 touchdowns to running backs that is third most and check this out this is the receiving line for running backs against them this season okay 97 catches 750 yards and five touchdowns. They're top four in all three of those categories. Christian McCaffrey, I am told really good in the passing game. Yes. About a 22% target share since he's joined the 49ers set up for a great game. 9,300 is a big number. Can he get to 30 points? So in this game, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Love Christian McCaffrey. It seems like every week you love Christian McCaffrey and it's tough. What else do you going to say other than all those amazing stats Mm -hmm. that you have such a
2: high floor, high ceiling? Love it. One of the things with CMC,
0: I will just say he's one of those players that I feel like I always am finding a way. I start to try to find a lineup with CMC in it. And then I sort of like figure out Mm -hmm. how do the values work out that often changes as you get closer to Sunday, as you have more values that approach themselves. So if you're having a hard time finding a way to get CMC in your lineup now, in spite of you liking him, just remember that as you get closer to the Saturday and Sunday slate, it often gets a little easier as right. you have more updates with players being out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, you got Zach Moss because the Texans. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. End of analysis. All right. Well, the other couple on.
2: running yeah, backs. That's to, it. That's really yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> no, I did, that's basically what I said on the first <laughs> podcast. The same thing. Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel great. You know, it's not like the best player, best situation, but the Texans.
0: The Texans.
1: I mean, look, it it doesn't feel great, but it doesn't feel great because he only had 15 attempts and 12 attempts the last two games. But those were games where he got throttled, not him. uh, But, you know, Mm -hmm. the Colts got throttled against the Giants and against the Chargers. Uh, This is a completely different situation. The last time they were in a close and competitive game when Zach Moss had uh, the full reins of the running back job was against Minnesota, where he had 25 opportunities in that game, a three-point loss. A couple of weeks ago i could see him getting that same amount of opportunity and volume against a team that has allowed the most running back touches per game uh against in houston and has allowed opposing running backs to run the ball for over five yards per carry and he's got exactly five carries in the first quarter for the last three weeks so they are seriously trying to establish the run uh for the indianapolis colts and if you try to establish the run against houston they're just going to let you. So, like at fifty-two hundred, it seems like he is going to be a candidate with all that opportunity and the matchup, the challenge for the hundred-yard bonus, and maybe sneak into the end zone. Mm-hmm. I'm hey,
0: with you. Yeah, honestly, in that fifty-two hundred dollars, you're trying to pay down at some place. You know, you someone mm-hmm. getting as much volume as Zach Moss is getting, you could certainly go. You certainly could uh, use him from that perspective. All right, a couple other running backs that we really like: Najee Harris still mm-hmm. only $6,100 at least 22 touches in all three games during Pittsburgh's current win streak and he scored in three of the last four
2: and that's a team that needs a win they've shot a to playoffs
0: yep. Cam Akers $6,200 taking on Seattle the Rams are not playing for anything other than spoiler but Cam Akers has come on towards the end of the season and just look fantastic. Uh-huh. Miles Sanders 5,900 against the Giants. Tyler Algier 5,600. He has looked great as well playing Tampa Bay Leonard Fournette at 5,500. against That's Atlanta. one we
2: could probably cross off. I'm going to reduce the Bucs in the projections. They are now underdogs to Atlanta. I guess they probably have been, but it uh, looks like they're going to be arrested for part of this game. So uh, Bucks skill guys probably want to avoid them fading those
0: guys. All right. And then Latavius Murray, potentially $5,400 taking on the Chargers. Good matchup. Again, another good matchup for where he's being used. All right. Wide receivers. You had talked about Justin Jefferson. Now is the time. Is this kid going to break Calvin Johnson mm-hmm. single season rush uh, rush? reception, receiving
2: yards record. He may, and uh, I have McCaffrey at 9,300. I'm fitting in Justin Jefferson at 9,100. I'm going to get them both in there this (laughs) week. Uh, Again, had the dud last week. He was shadowed by Jair Alexander. There's a lot of smack talk all week. Uh, The Packers were very motivated to keep him in check, and they did a great job with it, but I expect a bounce back, and his prior three games to that had at least 33 fantasy points in all of them. Oh, that's good. 28 plus drafting points in nine of 16 games. It's more than half. And he needs 193 yards to break Johnson's record. And you might think that's a huge number. No way. He's done it twice this season and both were in the last two months. So he can hit that mark for sure. Uh, Minnesota has a lot to play for. Uh, They want to probably get him this record, but but those two things can work together, right? (laughs) This is a a great situation. I mean, Chicago uh, has allowed the highest yards per catch and the highest yards per target to wide receivers This season, they are very shorthanded at corner. In fact, if Jalen Jones plays, the rookie, if he is healthy, he he may not play in this game because he left last week injured. But if he plays with Kyler Gordon and Josh Blackwell, you know what those three have in common? They're all rookies. They're all rookies. Two of them were undrafted. Okay. Okay. It is not a great situation for Chicago. If Jones is out, it'll be uh, Harrison Hand, who's just like a veteran journeyman, used to be with Minnesota and the end of their depth chart. It is just not a good situation. By the way, Jefferson, when these teams played in week five, 12 catches, 154 yards and on uh, 13 targets. So he crushed them even when they had healthier guys in there. I think Jalen Johnson actually played in that game. So uh, anyway, Jefferson, more than happy to play him uh, at this price point. Minnesota is motivated to win this game. And again, sometimes guys chase records at this point. So even if they're ahead, they may keep throwing it to them. And Chicago is just not, they're, they're not even playing Justin Fields, right? Yeah. They're, they're packing it in. This is yep. an opportunity for him to hit this mark and if he does, if he, if he's even close, it's going to be a huge fantasy week. Uh, and I just want to say this, as a Lions fan that loves Calvin
0: Johnson and the fact that I have a Lion that's able to hold that record, mm-hmm. if Justin Jefferson breaks this record in an 18-game season, it's still him breaking the record, period, end of story. I, like I do not prescribe to the idea of like, oh, no, he had an extra game. Every record that I right now hold is because the NFL has adapted and changed over the years through everything. So like the idea that we can't say Justin Jefferson doesn't have it because he has an extra game or things mm-hmm. like that. Like just as a lions fan, I just want to say that that's malarkey. That's baloney. This kid is incredible. Like if he gets it, yeah. he deserves it.
2: Yeah. No one, people say that all the time too. And I've been, I've been tweeting like every week, how that's, close he is. And I get all the fee. It doesn't count. Cause it's an extra game. No one's going to care about that in a few months. Whenever they show the leaderboard of all time, Jefferson will be first. How many times do you see like, oh, well, yeah, Calvin Johnson's first, but back in the day when it was they only did an eight-game season, yeah. this exactly. guy was first. No one cares about that. So just stop whining The about NFL
0: it. has adapted every step of the way. Our records have adapted with it, everything that we talk about. So like Justin Jefferson, good for you if you get this record. I hope that he comes close but doesn't get it because I want Calvin Johnson to still be the guy. But well, if you do, it's totally, totally anyway. So That's no, right. It's, it's, it's inevitable. That's right. All right. Al, speaking of really good wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb has been doing some pretty good stuff as of late. Do you like him this week against the Washington Commanders?
1: I do. Do you remember Miles Austin? I, I do. do, yes. What would he have cost in Daily Fantasy? CeeDee like, Lamb's the first Cowboy with 10 or more receptions in consecutive games since Miles Austin the first two weeks wow. of 2010. He also has 19 slot catches over the last three weeks, and that's important this week in particular. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, He had 17 in the six games prior to that. So they've really utilized him more out of the slot to get him more involved in the offense. And it is certainly showing a hundred yard bonus in three straight games. 28 catches on 32 targets over that run. Washington is bottom 10 against slot receivers in yards per attempt, yards per completion, yards after the catch and interception rate. So like things, why not keep doing the thing that's been working a whole lot against a team that is incapable of, Of stopping the thing that you've been doing so successfully for the last three weeks.
0: Absolutely. I'm totally with you there. CeeDee Lamb, $8,200. Cowboys have a lot to be able to play for. Obviously, we always talk about Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, but CeeDee Lamb has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. He has been the legit true wide receiver one like you're talking about, Al. I like him as well here this week, $8,200. A couple of other wide receivers that we also like. Jamar Chase, $8,400 taking on Baltimore. Jahan Dotson, only $4,500 taking on Dallas. Reminder, he's got Sam Howell mm-hmm. under center, but still a really great price point. Tutu Atwell, $3,400 against Seattle. Corey Davis, $3,500 against Miami. Garrett Wilson, $5,800 against Miami. Garrett Wilson had 10 targets last week, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, still continues to get a ton. Hollywood Brown, 5300 against San Francisco. No DeAndre Hopkins, Correct, so it's yes. just going to be him and Greg Dorich. Rashid Shaheed. $4,200 against Carolina. Tell me about Rashid Shahid, because I think he's yeah. a guy that has kind of gone under the radar the last couple yeah, of weeks. He's
2: tough. The target shares have been really good. He's had made some big plays for them. Looks like a fine, probably more of a depth receiver, but he's going to play a big role opposite Chris Alave, who is not, doesn't seem to be at 100%. It could hurt a little bit that uh, Alave is back and his role could expand a little bit, might knock Shahid down a little bit, but he's fine. As a punt, his price point. So low.
0: All right. Last one we had was Amari Cooper. 6k had a mm-hmm. three catch hundred yard performance last week. So thinking about him as well. All right, let's move ahead to tight ends where you're going with potentially Cade Maybe. Otten. Let's talk about it yeah. again. Even as we are taping this show and we are getting news and reports of what's coming in, it's like trying to figure out how often and how much are these guys going to play this mm-hmm. week? And Cade Otten with the Buccaneers as another one of those examples.
2: Yeah, I think my lineup is going to change a little bit as we learn more and more. Uh, and again, we might have to make late swaps. Uh, yep. uh, you know, after the one o'clock game start to wind down, we're going to get an idea of which teams are motivated. An example of that would be a team we haven't talked about yet, which would be the Chargers, right? Playing in the four o'clock window. Uh, If the Bengals win that game, the Chargers are going to rest some players. If the Ravens win, then the Chargers have to win to jump up a spot. So uh, you're going to have to keep it on your lineup throughout the day. Sunday, you know, you're gonna have to check even before the fours. Yep. If you're relying on players from some of those teams and K dot is one of them guys that I think we'll have an idea before the game what they're planning. So we're gonna keep an eye on this. I think I'll probably end up not using him. And the reason is again, think about this Falcons and bucks. You're probably thinking which team would be favored in that game. Probably the bucks if it's the middle of the season, of course, right? Well, they're four and a half point underdogs. Why? Because the books expect them to rest players in this game. So we have to expect that as well. And Kay Dotton, he's a rookie. They might want to get him more reps, but he's been playing like every down. Cameron Brait was healthy scratch last week. They might want to get him some rest because he's a key player for their playoff run. So uh, I'll say this, you know, if we get a report that he's going to go all out and play in this game, he's only three K. He's very underpriced. As mentioned, Brait was healthy scratch last week. We saw Trey McBride have a huge game against this Atlanta defense uh, Tom Brady is going to break the single season passing attempt record this right. week. He's only yep. a handful away. I haven't really heard any mention of that at all, but he's going to blow by that record. Uh, was actually second last year, all time to Matthew Stafford. So you might lose two Lions records this week. It's That's possible. Uh, I don't
0: think a pass attempt record is yeah. a good thing, though. That's not a... Not
2: necessarily. I mean, it is for the the Bucks because they just throw so much. It's part of their dynamic, whereas the Lions were just...
0: Both of those teams, Trailing. though, I think had not great records. Like you're, t- I mean, the well, Bucks should have... ideally you would think that this bu- this Bucks record team has unbelievably underachieved. I feel like based yeah. on where well, they, were they were, like
2: 500. Detroit was probably three and thirty. oh, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> looked that up. Where was Matthew Stafford and the Lions when they yeah, had when it? he hit the 700, whatever it was pass attempt. So, um, but anyway, we'll keep an eye on this. I mean, on is a possible punt at just 3k, but. I would probably avoid the Bucks offense. Sure. That
0: makes a lot of sense. Al, let's talk with you then. Mm-hmm. Albert Okawebinam is only twenty nine hundred dollars and we saw Greg Dulcich out for the rest of the season. So now Albert steps into that role with Russell Wilson just in case you were thinking about doing a sack. Again, only twenty nine hundred dollars at the tight end position.
1: So Sometimes when you fire a head coach, other players who have been in the doghouse all season suddenly get to run around and play uh, oh. out in the field. And that was what happened to Albert O last week. He ran uh, the most routes that he has run in like three months. He ran 25 routes, got six targets for three catches uh, and a touchdown. He had not earned more than two targets since the season opener at Seattle. So glad to see him back on the field. First of all, the charges allowed the second most yards per tight end reception this year. Uh, Alberto is extremely athletic and can take advantage of that. If the Chargers end up resting players, I'm going to change the way that we do things in the lineup. Before Mike just mentioned late swap, we're going to walk you through how to kind of actively do that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, couple of other tight ends that we like: T.J. Hawkinson, 5,700 dollars; David and Joku at 3,900; and Logan Thomas, 3K, taken on at Dallas. All right, we're at that time of the mm-hmm. show. Like I said, you are up twelve to five on me head to head. You've been doing really well this year. Yeah. Mike by the Clay. way,
2: Lions were four and twelve that season, not three and thirteen. So apologies. Thanks to Kyle. Thank you. Yeah. How dare you again. short me? So I'm sorry about a that. whole <laughs> win. I didn't want to disrespect you. Make sure that's on that's the like
0: twenty five percent of my team's wins. <laughs> that's a huge amount. All right, Mike Clay, give us your weekly head to head lineup here for Week 18 with the massive understanding. As we say this, it will likely
2: mm-hmm. change by the time that we actually play these games. Exactly. So uh, Kirk Cousins is at quarterback. Not sure that one will change, but uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey and Miles Sanders. Again, the Eagles have to win. The Giants are going to be resting players. He's in a good spot there. So like him uh, going with Cam Akers as well in the, in the flex. So I'm going with three running backs here. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson. And then I'm going to save some money with Jahan Dotson. And Laquan Treadwell is a punt for now. You know, he's kind of just filling in the, the slot there. Uh, so he's he's going to hold down the fort for me there, but we have some other punt options, so we'll keep an eye on that. He's yeah, playing do. a lot, of course, because yep. Tyler Lockett's a little beat up, and if he doesn't play, then Treadwell will probably stay in my lineup. Uh, K-Dotten, again, we're keeping an eye on that Buccaneers situation, and then the Ravens, I'm punting against the Cincinnati Bengals, which All again, right. I'm going to try to get off of that just because uh, Beng- the Ravens' defense is good, but uh, the Bengals are going to be going all out. To win, Having
0: so. both CMC and Justin Jefferson, you've got to find some spots to be able to yeah. find some values. But I think as we get a little closer, like we have talked about, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to find them. And this is already a really good foundation for a lineup.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, what do all you right. got? <laughs> Here's mine for week 18. My quarterback is going to be Joe Burrow. Uh this is I have made some updates. This is not <laughs> accurate. So let's not worry about the graphic because that graphic is not right. So Joe Burrow is my quarterback. Najee Harris at sixty one hundred dollars is my running back. Tyler Algier at fifty six hundred is my second running back. My wide receivers I'm running with DK Metcalf at sixty seven hundred, DJ Moore at sixty-one hundred, and Garrett Wilson at fifty-eight. Okay. I've got uh Shaheed at 4,200 in my flex with Dawson Knox at 4,200 right now at the tight end position. And I'm paying up 4K for the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Giants at defense right. in part because the Giants are basically not going to start anybody. Yeah, this Rod
2: Taylor on the other side. So yeah. we'll
0: see how that works. But my lineup is also likely going to change a bunch as we get towards uh, actual lineup locks. And Al, from a tournament perspective, with the way that you're uh-huh. doing your lineups, what are you looking at here in week 18?
1: So I went with the frisky Russ Wilson double stack in this one, which I'm going to probably have to pivot off of because I was looking for ways to get on to Austin Eckler to differentiate off of Christian McCaffrey for a very similar price point to stay at that point to be different. So I went with the Wilson, Judy, Albert O, Eckler primary double stack and bring back Harris and Moss at running back, which should be pretty sticky from now until the weekend. Week 18 is very much a moving target, as we've been talking about the entire uh, show long i have cd lamb in this lineup to try and get off of the justin jefferson chalk mm-hmm. kj osborne as a one-off who has come on recently and the patriots defense at 2200 against buffalo so if eckler is not going to play in this one this game does kick off at 125 you can utilize late swap on DraftKings just like on espn fantasy if a player's game has not started you can remove them from the lineup so this gives me a lot of flexibility because availability is your best ability in week 18 when it comes to fantasy players. So moving off of a Russ Wilson stack to a Dak double using CD lamb, possibly Schultz uh, and bringing that back with somebody like Jahan Dotson at 4,500, who we mentioned on this show is a value is also a very viable play. And if you have to get cheaper coming off of KJ Osborne to one of the 3,500 and less wide receivers, Laquan Treadwell, I'm sure that like five others are going to open up by the time the weekend gets here will be definitely playable. You want guys who are on the field, playing 90% of snaps, running 90-plus percent of the routes on dropbacks from the quarterback, very viable to go get in week 18. It's a very exciting week and probably the most exciting week leading up to kickoff
2: since week one. So that was really good analysis, but you said one thing that's wrong and probably confused. Excuse me for a half a second. I looked right at you. you. Yeah. You said 125.
0: What's a 125
2: wait, what is that? What's that? Oh, so no, that's
1: correct. See, there's only one legitimate time zone, it's the West Coast. I know you're <laughs> wow. wearing JJ shirts as East <laughs> wow. Coast dads and all, but, like, y'all got to stay up until midnight to uh, watch
2: brutal. Monday nope.
1: night, Thursday night, and Sunday night football. I get to, like, watch Ted Lasso after Thursday night football. <laughs> wow. and that's in season. That <laughs> wow. yeah, must
2: be nice. But, uh, yeah, you so, got to wait till the next day. Four twenty-five Eastern is what the that's folks not, need to know. That's, that's, that's why it's a late swap. We're not late swapping at one. I was like, wait,
0: twenty-five is a really weird late swap. <laughs> yeah. Wait swap. Man, yeah, right after. That's lunch. crazy. Yeah, Perfect. right, right. So, I don't understand uh, how are you so? How do you have so much gray hair if you get to go to bed at seven o'clock every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday? Al, you mm-hmm. look so good. You got no stress in your life.
1: Well, I mean, Mike can attest to this. I have two children. Oh, okay, that's they right. Are children about to be are eleven just... and thirteen. Mike's okay. are a little younger than mm-hmm. mine. Mike's going to get some gray hairs, too, along the way. Yeah. <laughs> when my oldest again. son was even. zero and one years old,
0: I had no gray hair. <laughs> no, you die. I remember yep, looking Mike's at coming pictures. I mean, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. That's so good. (laughs) All right. All right. That's going to do it for week 18, but not it for the entirety of the CSS DFS podcast. Like we said, we're going to be back all throughout the playoffs. So thank you for hanging out with us. Follow him at Mike Clay NFL. Follow Al at Al Zeidenfeld. Check out everything he does at smizzle.tv slash links. I am at Daniel Dopp. We love you guys. Don't forget to love each other. Please be kind to yourself. You have earned that. We can't wait to see you next week. We'll see you next Thursday. Needs. Graduate for you Alliance fan through and through with the hippest beard. I'm telling you,
2: he's will Who's that? Who's, Who's, he's
0: Who's that Who's he's Two guys drove to work.